gentlemen, this is Donovan Scott with Life of Dominion. I'm charged up, I'm pumped, I'm ready to get this show on the word, so hold on, we're about to get going. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's I, Donovan Scott, with Life of Dominion, the podcast. Life of Dominion, the Twitter. Life of Dominion, the Facebook page. Life of Dominion, the Patreon. And, of course, lifeofdominion.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I am charged up. I am pumped. I am excited. Today, we've got a great special word for you. And, as you know, this week, I'm really happy because we hit 2,000 followers on Twitter. That's a really big milestone for me being that we just started our Twitter probably about a month, month and a half, two months ago. So, hey, it's growing. It's getting bigger. A lot more people are hearing the Word of God, and I'm really excited about it. Okay? What I really like is whenever people who don't share the same faith and don't believe in Christ, and they, they write me, hey, man, I don't believe in this Christ stuff, and I'm still able to show the love of God to them. That's an awesome, awesome thing to me. Okay, so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the Word of God today. Now, the thing about this Word is, now, if you notice this one, if you're, if you're actually listening to this when I put this out, you'll notice that I'm putting it out a little later. I was under the weather a little bit last night. Come to find out we had a big cold front rolling in, and uh, last night I was a little sniffly. My, no- my voice sounded a little weird, so I decided to wait till today to go ahead and make this podcast. So it's coming out a little later than I normally like to do. I like to usually put it out between 10.30 and 12 o'clock midnight. I mean, no, 12 o'clock in the, eight, in, the morning, in the afternoon. 12 o'clock noon. What am I trying to say? I tried to put it out in the morning, 10.30 to 12 o'clock noon, uh, Monday, Wednesday through Friday. But under the circumstance, it came out a little late. So I had the word in my spirit yesterday. And the funny thing is I actually lived it today. And this is something that really hits me whenever this happens, and it happens pretty often, because it shows that the things that we talk about, the things that we, we study on and think about, they actually can be applied very well in daily life. It's not like a, some foreign abstract thing that I'm talking about, something that you can only use underwater on top of a volcano under the water with, uh, you know, three coins and two fish and blah, blah, blah. No, no. These are things that can be applied across the board every single day of your life. So, without further ado, let's get into the Word of God. So what is what has me so excited? What has me so charged up? Let's turn to Mark 6, and we're going to go to a very, very famous story, the feeding of the 5,000. Now, we're going to go to Mark 6, verse 30. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, come away, be yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had leisure even, even to eat. And they had no leisure to even eat. And they went away in a boat to a desolate place. Not many set, now many saw them and recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns to go there ahead of them. When he was went ashore, he saw a great crowd and had compassion because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. 
And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered instead, Hey, you, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down in groups in the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. And taking the five loaves and two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces of fish. And those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the setting. The disciples have just finished going out and being on this big missionary trip, going out preaching to all these people. They felt like big shots. They came back and Jesus was like, hey, good job, guys. Great job. Hey, come on. Let's go, uh, let's go take a boat ride. Let's find a desolate place, grab something to eat, and just chill and talk about what's going on. But Jesus is so popular that people are just following him into this no, middle of the no-player place. They're just, they see him in the boat. They're coming from town to town. Hey, let's go. There's Jesus. So he starts preaching to them. But in the midst of the preaching, a problem arises. An issue arises. Something that gets in the way of how they like to do things. So Jesus starts noticing they're getting hungry. There's a problem. They need food. They're hungry. They've been out here listening to preaching for hours. They're starving. So the disciples start thinking, Jesus, man, we need to feed these people. We need to do something for these people, blah, blah, blah. They're getting hungry. And Jesus is like, okay, well, uh, you give them something to eat then. And then they're like, whoa, 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 hey, Judas, where's the coin purse? Hey, we're supposed to go out to the store and go get all this food and all this stuff for them? Finally, Jesus is like, give, give, I got it, I got it. How much do we have? Okay. Okay. And he begins to divide the loaves and the fish and feeds all these people. Now, what am I trying to say here? Am I talking about faith? Uh, no, I'm not talking about faith, even though that's a big part of this. Am I talking about being open to be used by the Holy Ghost, yeah, that's a little closer. Here's what the Holy Spirit gave me. We never fix anything by complaining. We fix things by positioning, positioning ourselves in a position, in a place to enact change. Now think about this. How many times in our daily lives do we find a situation, and I know it's happened to me several times today, where we absolutely have every right, it seems, to complain about something. We have every single right to be like, man, why did this happen? Why is this happening? Oh, no, not this again. Now we have to do this, blah, 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 blah. And we start complaining about things. Does it ever make anything better? Does it ever fix the problem? No. But here's the thing. When a problem arised in Jesus' case, he didn't start complaining, man, we're going to have to send these people away. Man, there's too many people here. Man, we're, what are we going to do? Are we going to have to spend money on all this stuff? No. He simply placed himself in the position to change the situation. And that position was, in this case, a miracle. Think about when he was on the boat. He had fallen asleep. I actually believe it's a few verses down from here. It might not be, but I believe it's not too far away from this passage. But he's on the boat, the winds and the waves are going, and he's asleep, and the, the uh, 
the disciples are freaking out, and Jesus wakes up, tells it to calm down. He's like, why didn't y'all do it? It's interesting because there's a response that you can have that causes change, and there's a response that you have that can keep you in the same situation. Isn't that interesting? When David, I, I use David all the time because David is like one of my favorite people from the Bible. Definitely my top two or three. David, in the middle of this war, this Goliath comes up and he starts talking to all this trash. And everybody is freaking out. They're complaining, man, this guy's too tall. Man, this guy is vulgar. Man, this guy is ridiculous. We can't do anything, blah, 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 blah. They just complain and complain and complain and complain. And David says, I'll do it. What did he do? He placed himself in the position to change the situation. Instead of simply staying back and complaining about the situation itself. But it takes faith. It does take faith, guys, to be able to step into that position and say, hey, this is how we're going to do it. Mike Murdoch. I'll quote Mike Murdoch here. Mike Murdoch says he never asked God for money. This is really interesting to me. He says he asked God for problems to solve. That's actually a really, they call it in the, um, the, in the I, I guess you could say the self-help, self-improvement oh, self kind of circles. They call it. Rich dad, poor dad mentality. So the rich dad would think, hey, you know, I've got a problem. How can I turn, how can I make a solution that brings me into a better spot than I was before? Well, that's the same way Jesus thought. He saw every single problem as an opportunity for victory, an opportunity to be in a better place, an opportunity to be able to touch people. And once we begin to see our problems as opportunities and not our problems as issues, insurmountable odds, Problems that cause us all kinds of grief and frustration, like I talked about in the last podcast, that we'll begin to be able to see huge changes in our lives. Don't complain. Change. Don't complain. Seek God on how you can change it. Seek God on how you can move it. Seek God on how you can make it so it's not a problem for you or anybody else. Guess what? Every single thing that's been invented on this earth pretty much, has, become, has shown up because of a problem. That bed you sleep on, because people got tired of laying on a rock. That computer you use, because people got tired of using a typewriter. The wheel. People got tired of carrying stuff everywhere around, so they're like, let's make a wheel so this thing can move faster. Think about it. Everything we have, everything that we enjoy, pretty much everything, every material thing that we enjoy in life is a product of us having the issue, having issues with something else, or the lack of something. Everything, walls, doors, windows, different types of food, spices, pepper. Man, we got tired of just eating stuff with no salt. Man, we need to put something on this. Salt. Oh, that tastes a lot better. But think about it. Without the problems there, that, that potential would never have been revealed. If everybody's just satisfied complaining about things, man, this food tastes bland. Man, this food tastes terrible. But nobody actually says, you know what? I don't like the food, so let me go out and find out how I'm going to make it taste better. Then you're going to be stuck in that same area, that same issue. Complaining never brings about fruit. Only seeking after and using those issues to instigate you to say, hey, Lord, give me wisdom on how to fix this. And transform that whole situation into a whole 
different thing. That's how God uses your problems and turns you into totally solved problems and turns them into actual blessings. Dear Lord, right now, they just begin thank you, God, for every single person who listens to this podcast. Lord, you understand every heart, every mind, every problem. And Lord, right now, I speak into every problem, Lord, that right now that you're giving them wisdom for a solution, Lord, that you're giving them wisdom for a change, the ability, the strength, the mindset for a change. Lord, that nothing holds them back, nothing stops them, nothing bars their progress with you. Lord, but that they do not see these things as giant mountains that cannot be moved, Lord. But Lord, as literally just like a treasure trove, a big mound of blessings that can be mined out of these problems, Lord. A big mine of blessings that can just be that they can, they can just draw resources from in the midst of their situation, Lord. But thank you, God, that you say that if we ask for wisdom, Lord, you'll give it. And Lord, we just mean to thank you, God, when we ask for your wisdom, or in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey guys, that was the podcast for today. I told you it was going to be short. I told you it was going to be quick. Hey guys, I hope this touched your life. I hope you can apply it. But hey, as always, have a great day, have a great weekend, and God bless.